We ready? Hit me with the horns. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it short. This is Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man, DL Glass. Today, we're talking about the casting couch. And I know to a lot of people, they think casting couch, well, that's in the movies. That's in Hollywood. Nope. There's a casting couch in music. Hmm. Yes, sir. There's definitely a casting couch in music. You mean auditions? Nah, I mean the, the casting couch. For for those of you not in the know, the casting couch is the loose term for when you go meet a producer and you want a role or you want a song or whatever, there's always a couch in the office. That couch is where you earn your spot. Hence why there's no couch in this office. Nah, (laughs) no couch in this office. We're two married men. (laughs) But the casting couch is where people in power take advantage of people that want to get there. There may be the big screen. Mm -hmm. There may be the radio there may be just put a record out. But when you want to get there, some people take advantage of those who want to get there and use their power and their influence right, to put you on the casting couch. Mm-hmm. And essentially they're saying, hey, you give me this and I'll give you what you want. Right. Give me them legs. Mm-hmm. And we've been seeing a lot of this and now, the Puffy situation, which is, you know, the biggest thing going on right now, it's what, it, what even got us talking about this, is um, it could possibly be a casting couch situation gone wrong. Okay. You know? And here's the deal. Take that, take that. Take that, take that, take that. Now, Damn. traditionally... How do you know somebody made got where they are by sleeping their way to the top? You know, the, the casting couch and sleeping your way to the top go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, hearing music, when we see somebody who we say, how, why is this person getting all this shine and they don't have any talent? Right. Why did this producer put his name on the line with this person. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Cassie and Puffy for a second. Okay. Cassie had a hit single, Me and You. Song was dope. I heard rumors in the streets that the song was about how good she gave Felatio, but I can't confirm oh. nor deny right. that rumor. But, you know, she's saying, uh, you know, tell me if you like it, me and you now. Oh, wow. I've been waiting. Things gonna make that move, but it, you know that's always that's just what I heard back then. Urban legend. Mm-hmm. But let's take Cassie for example. Now this is by no means saying that Cassie. You know I think that Cassie should get justice in this situation. She start. Has. I'm a preface. Yeah, I'm a preface right. by saying that. But <clears throat> in the grand scheme of things, Puffy, arguably one of the most well known. Uh, most influential producers mm-hmm. in the hip hop game, right? What make Puffy 
um, use his power and influence to promote Cassie. Right. You've seen Cassie perform live, you know, by all accounts. She's not the best singer in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So why does she get a chance when there are thousands and thousands of talented people out here? With true talent. Well, what we find out later, you know, that Puffy was interested in her. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a passing thing. They stayed stayed together for a while. Yeah, long time. Right. Right. So I'm thinking that's probably a situation that, that came from the casting couch. Hmm. You know, it's like, hey, I like this chick. Mm-hmm. I want her to like me. Right. If she goes to another label, hmm. I won't have her. The song Me and You, it's not a complicated song to sing. Right. I can give her this song. It's going to be a hit. Hmm. She's going to owe me. Right. That's how the casting couch works. So I'm going to shoot my shot. And I'm not saying that he walked in and said, hey, if you give me this, I'm going to make you a star. But that happens. Happens all the time. Right. See me, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein. He's in jail right now because that was his way of doing business. And it looks like from the accounts of all these other people mm-hmm. that Puffy did business that way. We know R. Kelly has done some business that way. Mm. So you're into the game. As a female, how do you get top-notch tracks from these artists, uh, from producers that have power, you will probably encounter a situation where you're going to be confronted with the casting couch. And you're going to have to make a decision. Right. Am I going to lay down here and give up my body for this track or for this opportunity? Now, what usually happens on the back end, they use you for a little while. And when they're done with you, they take that same music they were giving you and give it to the next chick they're interested in. Right. So, and this is not something, you know, something we're making up. This is something we're seeing over and over again in right. the industry. Um, when Cassie was popping, Take chicks like, hmm, who can really, really sing that came out lately? Oh, Fantasia is somebody that immediately pops into mind. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we hear of Fantasia before American Idol? She had all the chops. She didn't look the part. Yeah, she definitely looks the part now, though, don't she? Yes, sir. But she didn't get those opportunities. She wasn't. Throwing herself onto the casting couch. But then you have people like, uh, you know, I don't want to keep picking on Cassie. Right. right. You know, let's take somebody else. <clears throat> somebody who's pretty that's not a great singer. Hmm. I, it's escaping. That Jennifer Lopez, maybe? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that she's the product of the casting couch, but she also spent time with Puff 
And it's a powerful man with a whole lot of influence. And I can probably say that she was probably at her most. Mm-hmm. That was that was her biggest time in music. During Mary, the ride Mary with J. Puff. Mary J. Mary J. had talent. Mary J. wasn't the most talented sing, singer when she came out. Yeah, but she just had something, you know. Mm-hmm. She she had. I don't. I don't think that she had to. Well, I'm know. not saying that. I was just, you know, yeah, thinking of throwing names out there as we was having the conversation. Yeah, it, you know, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm. I don't want to accuse any of these people of um, walking in and these producers taking advantage of them. But let's talk about people that have had relationships. Mm-hmm. Let's take Khalees and Pharrell for example. Okay. Milkshake. This is before Milkshake. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the Neptunes took Khalees along for the ride right. as they were coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost associated her just as heavily with the Neptunes as I did Chad Hugo. Okay. She was part of the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they produced songs and they need a female voice, was she was the voice. Mm-hmm. And she was also in a relationship with Pharrell. I'm not saying boyfriend, girlfriend, not saying husband and wife. Mm-hmm. She was in some kind of relationship. When that relationship was over, that music went somewhere else, didn't it? Absolutely. The first album was entirely produced by the Neptunes. Mm-hmm. Second album, get a couple of songs. If I'm not mistaken, they had a terrible breakup. Hey, I don't know. Khalees, I don't I know. Mean, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I, I, you talking about the the, the whole the crew. crew? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Well, that's usually what happens when there's right. when there's romance involved. Mm-hmm. Um, a Marie. Mm-hmm. First album produced mostly by Rich Harrison. Mm. Next thing you know, she and Rich Harrison aren't together. Right. What happened to A Marie? Yeah. All of a sudden, Beyonce got crazy in love. Right. <laughs> huh? You better be careful. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that Beyonce did something to get that track. I'm, right. All I'm saying is that the relationship between A. Marie and Rich Harrison, yeah, was not at the point. Yeah. Where he's gonna give her his best, right? Best music anymore. Hmm. You know, we seen we seen a lot of this through the years. Right. Right. You know, uh <clears throat> shoot. All the way back to Ike and Tina. Whew. Eat the cake anime. You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is Rick James and Tina Marie. Right. Right. So you know, and I'm not saying that, that Rick James said, Hey, if you do this, I'll do this. Mm-hmm. But Rick James, Rick James was one of the hottest producers yeah. of the time. Prince. Yeah. He was with Vanity. And guess what? Him and Vanity broke up. He never heard from her again. He replaced her with Apollonia. Uh-huh. Another girl he liked. And changed the name of the group. Used to be Vanity Six. It's Apollonia Six now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. understand as a female, when you come into the industry, <clears throat> Your best bet to maintain your position is to not even get into a relationship with the people you're going to work with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I bet you Missy and Timberland won't knock boots 
<laughs> Which way? Because <laughs> if they had been, that ride would have been over a whole lot sooner. You feel me? Missy was too talented, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but Missy, Missy saying, was floating though. around the industry for a long time, though. Absolutely, she was, yeah. Until something stuck. Until something stuck. Yeah. But that's the thing about Timberland. Like, you know, those those things aren't attached to him the same way as, as other people. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaliyah's coming out of this thing with R. Kelly, where R. Kelly's producing all her music. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, they find out that they're having sex. He has to marry her. Cover it up But once they part ways mm-hmm. Her career Was resurrected by Timberland And why you think that is Why did Timberland resurrect it Yeah Because he saw that, that she was talented And the people the people around her were looking for A new direction Because we're away from R. Kelly now mm-hmm. So you can't depend On his sound anymore His music Yeah but that was a that was a, a big change. Well, Timberland is is you know he was the new thing. Mm. You know, and R. Kelly maintained his position all the way through the Timberland run too. So it's not like R. Kelly fell off, right? Yeah, but he he produced other people that he had relationships with, like mm-hmm. Sparkle. Yeah, then had sex with her niece. Hmm. Allegedly, hey. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? The whole country, the <laughs> whole said, world saw that. She said that wasn't her. She when, said it. That's what I would say too. <laughs> that is exactly what I would say. So, you know, son, I, I thought, and, about it. and whether it was her or not, that girl in the video was young. It's too young. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a whole another subject. A whole another subject. <laughs> But the casting couch is real out here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of producers, I'm talking to you women out here that want to be in the industry, whether it's acting or singing, be careful. Right. Because even when somebody offers you something, it seems like a good thing. Once you're associated with them, they can take that away mm-hmm. as soon as you decide. That whatever y'all got going on is over. Right. And once you decide that, hmm. all this is over. So you need to know in advance, are you being offered this opportunity because of your talent or because of your looks? And if it's because of your looks, it's going to be brief. If it's because of the interest that a producer has in you sexually, when he moves on to the next girl, that music's going with him. Um, I'm trying to think of some more people that got caught up in this wave, you know, careers put on hold. Because of that cast. You know, James Brown used to do a lot of women like that. Mm -hmm. He used to do a lot of women like that, too. Yeah. Um, you know, for those true old school heads, Tammy Terrell did sing um with Marvin Gaye on a lot of duets. Yes. She started her career with James Brown. James Brown took her on the road when she was like fifteen years old. Oh wow. Right. Talked Damn. to her parents, said, you know, your daughter's talented. Right. Take her on the road with me. She'd be a background singer. He beat her so bad one night mm-hmm. that she 
snuck away and called her daddy. Hmm. Sent her home on the bus. And she was through with the music industry. Oh, wow. And then she got a job working at Motown Records while she was in college. Damn. Now, this is a truly talented person. <clears throat> they got caught out there. But James Brown's another one that has a a sketchy, sketchy past with women. You know, a super producer. Got to be careful out here. But getting back to the hip hop. Right now, we got Puff Daddy in a world of trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Cassie. People coming all out the woodwork. Everywhere. You know? Right. So. The sad part is you don't know what to believe. Is it, <sighs> is it the check that made him have the courage? Or is it someone said it publicly before them? I think that. Well, here's the deal. When there's, I'll, you always hear when there's smoke, there's fire, right? Mm-hmm. With the Puffy situation, Cassie was just a little bit of smoke. It's just one person. Right. One person, a, a famous, powerful man, one person never brings a powerful man down. Hmm. One person didn't bring R. Kelly down. One person didn't bring Harvey Weinstein down. Right. But when that one person speaks up, one person didn't bring Bill Cosby down. Hmm. One person speaks up, though. If 30 other people pop up, you don't even have to believe all 30. Hmm. It's just the fact that 30 more people feel like they can get away with this accusation. Right. That in itself speaks volumes. I'm not saying it means you're guilty. Right. But what it means is that you have you have a pattern of behavior mm-hmm. that whether you are aware of it or not makes women feel like this. Right. Right. So. I can only think of um, two people. Um, well, no, let, let me take that back. I, I can only think of one person who um, I think took the approach of a <clears throat> a truly innocent person or someone who felt like they didn't do anything wrong. And maybe I'm, you know, maybe I don't know all the facts, but what I do know is that was Russell Simmons. Well, in the Russell Simmons situation, how many people popped up after this one person came out? I, I didn't... You haven't heard of anybody else, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying there isn't anybody else, but I'm saying if you haven't heard of a bunch of people popping up. Right. Well, that that in itself. Says a lot. Says that whatever happened is not a pattern, first of all. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, now it it caused doubt in the question. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe there's some some doubt of whether, whether or not this is valid. Right, right. Because people always lean to the side of the celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here in America. If you're a celebrity, you know, it takes more than one person to throw a little bit of salt. Like, one person didn't bring Michael Jackson down. It took several kids. Like, when it was just one kid, everybody's like, whatever, free Michael Jackson. Right. I'm waiting on the next single. Yes. One person, R. Kelly, whatever. We still stepped in the name of love. In three. 
That's yeah, still. but three and four, and next thing you know, you got a whole docu series coming up, yeah. and girl after girl telling you about these cases. That's what it takes. Three or four, we still was trapped in the closet. Then we had <laughs> Chocolate Factory. Right. <laughs> Look at Des- Deshaun Watson. He got a check out the his. <laughs> he had more than one come at him though. Didn't yeah, it's like the twenty twenty eight. I think was the final count. And you know what? Then that means it's probably a pattern. But see, and here goes the thing: like for for him to have gotten in trouble for that means that there was a culture already of when he gets massage. This is what he gets happened. the full package. Absolutely. So, and I'm not I'm not trying to let him off the hook. No, no, no. But but that means that for for if there were 20, let's say there were 20 women. 28. 28. I think tw- that's the last Let's count. say 28 women said this. Yeah. You think he only had 28 massages? Hell no. No, he had about 300 massages. Absolutely. He's like, well, only 28 women complain. That's like 15%. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the other 85% of the time, <laughs> it was cool. I had a pain in my hip. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I took it off to my boxes, right? Right. So so I slid my boxes up. Ain't no, she said, you you could take your boxes off. What? (laughs) I said, no, I don't feel comfortable. Wow. Surprisingly, you know, and what I'm saying about that is because, like, I, I don't know this dude, but for it to happen that many times, he might have felt like it was okay. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think I think that the culture and the way he was getting his massages made him think it's okay. Like here's the thing. Like you always look at that dude walking around the club and he just walked right up to a girl like, "What's up? Trying to sleep with me tonight?" Right. You know, and he's direct. Yeah. And that dude wouldn't be walking around the club if that line if didn't, didn't work, work. sometimes. <laughs> so before you look at him and, and blame him, right? you need to think about if he's shooting this line right here and no matter how offended you were when he told you, hey, I'll buy you a drink if you go home and slob on the knob. Right. Hey, he wouldn't be sitting there saying that if it, if it work. hadn't worked. Absolutely. It has worked before. Absolutely. And the more it works. Right more likely you are to use it on somebody that it's not going to work on and right. find yourself in the situation. Mm-hmm. So we got a culture out here where dudes are getting away with stuff hmm. they probably shouldn't be getting away with. Right. Right. Or there's some women out here who are doing things that are making it hard on women who don't do those things. Right. Right. It's a dirty game, man. It is. Yeah. So for every for every girl who out here, who's out here that just wants to put a record out and doesn't want to sleep with somebody for a hit single, there's 10, 15 for each one. Now, that's probably two or 300 right. <laughs> who will gladly lay down right. and give up the nappy dugout right. for a hit single. So that and it would never go in and put you on blast to the media. So that term offends one, offends all, is, does not apply here. No, but but that's the thing. Now, now I've just talked to the women, but I'm going to talk to you producers and dudes getting in the game. Right. Don't get caught up in playing that game. All women are not alike. Absolutely. So just because, you know, 
Just because a few loose women out there want to do anything for a track, right? You cannot present that to them all. You can't present that to everybody and offer. Well, you know, if you you come over here to the couch right quick, you know, because so, that can get you in serious trouble. So when you said just now, you're not only talking to the women, you're talking to the dudes too. I thought you were talking about <laughs> you. Better, you better hey. protect your booty hole. Hey, hey, let me tell you, there. Hey, now that that's real too. Hell yeah, men out here, they're like you know, homosexuality is is. I ain't gay. Is is I a normal is a normal thing now. So there are a lot of lot of dudes out here that will put a man in a compromising position as well. And we have heard it all about Puff. Yeah, we that's right. <laughs> we have. I don't I don't even wanna to, to be spreading unsubstantiated rumors like the Christopher Williams story. But God. it's out there. And he yeah. and that's not the that's not the only one. So it's not right. just women have to look out. Like yes. guys, you have to look out for this too. Mm-hmm. And and for and you some of you guys sitting home right now, shoot, I never let nobody touch my booty for a hit single. Well guess what? Yeah. You're one person. Right. And there's about thirty or forty other dudes. Hmm. For everyone, they'll probably be like, Well, you know, you say you ain't gonna tell nobody. You, I, I mean <laughs> just, yeah, this just be between me and you. Right. So, man, sexual Damn. abuse sexual abuse is running rampant in the entertainment industry. And if you're getting into it, then you need to understand that it's not a safe place. Right. Right. You know? Like if you're a parent, if you're the parent of a minor, you want to get them involved in the entertainment, you need to be hyper vigilant. Mm-hmm. About knowing where they are, who they're with, constant contact all the time. Right. You know, you can't trust anybody out here because they're used to dealing with people that would do anything for the opportunities that they're going to offer your child. Right. So understand that going in. Hmm. It's not a safe place. Right. Now, on top of that, not only do we have predators trying to take advantage of people who want opportunities, <clears throat> we have people out here that like sexual assault and the the talk of sexual assault. People are getting away with that in their records too. Like uh, Rick Ross had a song one time talking about you know I put the something in the drink. Mm-hmm. I did that. She ain't even know. Right. I'm like, well, well, yeah. that's that's what Bill Cosby's in jail for. Right. And he never missed the beat. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. It was okay. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Miguel he had a song. How many drinks did it take you? To, uh, uh-huh. What? That's hey, man. I've been in the club and seen him throw three fingers up when that song come on. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's setting you up for an SA, for a sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, wow. You got to watch it out here. And the same <laughs> thing, like I said, the same thing for you dudes. Like, the, the yeah. parties that, you know, all you hearing a lot about these parties that Puff Daddy threw where right. anything goes. You think Puff way. Daddy is the only person throwing them parties? No. When you get in the industry and you go to a party, everybody's trying to get you blowed. Off top. 
hey, what you drinking? Nothing here. Right. Folks. You best believe it's been more than one guy hmm. woke up like, where'd everybody go? And why does my butt feel like this? <laughs> <laughs> Blood. Blood. <laughs> you know, and, and but we also hear that uh, that Puff Daddy groomed Usher. That's a rumor out there. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's some of what we're talking about. But I can't say for certain no, that allegedly. Puff Daddy did anything directly to Usher, but Usher has said that during that time period, he saw some things as a 15-year-old that whether Puff Daddy was sexually assaulting him or not, he right. should not have been around, should not have been privy to at that age. Yes. So, right. you know, you got to be careful out here, man. Yeah. got to be careful out here, man. They, these folks will get you. And then you got folks like Sexy Red. And Suki Hana out here is saying, you know, we are hoes. Right. I mean, it's not not a question. Yeah. Like, they're saying, hey. Suki Hana said she's a reform hoe. When they say they do it, <laughs> we do it all. Yeah. And it's available. You know, as soon as she got off the plane in London, she said she was going to do something terrible to somebody. Mm. Why you think Pinky never popped off? Because she rapped for a while. No, she was Straight before. Porn star. But she was before the. She, like if she came out now, it would be different. Hmm. But she came out during a time where, well, first of all, nobody ever took porn star rappers seriously. Heather Hunter put out tracks. Like, For real? Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever took until that Cardi. Well, that's the thing. She Cardi's a not a porn star. star, right? Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So to this day, right. there has never been a porn star, right, that has made a hit single. Well, in hip hop. Hmm. So right now that door has been closed, but I'm sure somebody kick it open. There's plenty of stars to make sex tapes, but that a sex tape does not make you a porn star. Right. Porn star is something different. Right. I didn't think about that until you said it just now. Yeah. 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 It hasn't been a porn star. <clears throat> nope. Not one. Even the guys be trying to rap. Yeah. You know, Brian Pumper, all these dudes <laughs> hang around hip hop. You know what I'm saying? They don't, it just don't, you know, yeah. it's something. But I think that with those same people try that now, I don't think they would be rejected in the same way that they were back in the 90s and the two thousand early 2000s or whatever when they, you know, when they were trying. I think the door would be open to a porn star. Because of what's going on now. Because what's accepted now, I should say. Right, because of what's yeah. accepted. Right. Because, you know, you can argue that Sexy Red wouldn't have been accepted back then. Right. But she is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Superhead, if the whole Superhead thing happened right now, she dropped the song, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, if it was Superhead who at the same age as Sexy Red, right. who did everything Sexy Red was doing, right. she'd be through the roof. But when she did it back then, she got blasted on. Tyra Banks blasted on her. A whole industry turned their back on her. Mm-hmm. She still kept getting them checks. Yeah, she kept getting them checks. But <laughs> if she were to do it today, she could have a hit single. Right. Right. And, and all the people she talk about be writing a video. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be getting awards for it. <clears throat> right. The cover of Drake, Drake will take on tour. Yep. Yep. Damn. Get all the gobble gobble. Yeah. Damn. Times hey. have changed, sir. Hey, we're in a, we're in a sexual time. <clears throat> but 
this goes, it comes back to say, like, if you listen to our interview with Entice, she's one of the artists, one of the female artists that, you know, just didn't, didn't pursue that route. Mm-hmm. How hard is it for somebody today when you got Megan Thee Stallion, Lotto, Cardi B, uh, China Doll, mm-hmm. um, all these people out? How hard is it now to not be that? Right. Right. So when you come in, if everybody else has been down, you say, yo, I give you this beat. And you throw them legs open right quick. And everybody else said yes. Mm-hmm. When you walk in there, that's going to be your offer too. Hmm. And you say, no, you might be that girl talking about, you know, they try to take advantage of me. You'd be crying on TV. Or a guy. Or a guy. Right. Right. Damn. And that's might be why we're hearing so much more about this now. Mm-hmm. Because the mentality's changed. You know, maybe maybe people in the game were a little bit more careful about who they approach with this foolishness mm-hmm. before everybody was down. Or maybe some of those women are mad because the men getting the time now. What the men getting the time? What time? Because <laughs> all I all I see is female artists on the come up right now. Yeah, yeah. You know I can't. I, who's the up and coming hot guy? Man, it's hard to say. Yeah, right, right. And not to say all the up and coming female artists are being subjected to this or going through this. But, you know, I'm willing to bet, if I was a betting man, that a large percentage of them have had their encounters. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, so. No doubt. And they're probably getting it from both ways, not just men, but women, too. uh, Because there's a lot of aggressive women out there, man. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and my lady was in the Olive Garden. I had to tell the bitch in the Olive Garden, like, "Yo, don't you see me saying?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Ooh, I like her." Take her to park. I like, you your titty, girl. <laughs> hey, but but we have heard that the industry also has um, women that would take advantage of women too. Absolutely. You know, but I, man, I got so much. <clears throat> that I want to just throw out there that I've read, but I can't say it's any of it's true, so I don't want to be right. one of the people, you know, I don't want to be just throwing people's names out there yeah. and saying what I heard. You don't want to have the tea. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not, yeah. I, you know, I'm trying not to go there, but there are some women in hip-hop that have a, a, a reputation mm-hmm. for turning women out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And... You know, especially and you know they know they know who's on the team. Hmm. You walk in talking about you can rap and all of this, and there's a big time girl, and she just happened to be a lesbian, and she has the power to give you cast and couch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Except I'm sitting on it. Yeah, <laughs> and you can do some work. Right. Sheesh. Hey man, tough times, man. Tough. It's times. tough times out here, but back to Puffy. Is Puffy going to jail? Um, I think Puff his 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 uh, legacy is uh, damaged, and I think on some I don't level, think his legacy is going to be damaged at all. I, I don't I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. Well, I think so, and uh, the only reason I say that you know, like we look at um, 
well, I guess you can't really compare that. Um, Bill Cosby and R. Kelly's legacies. Because their legacy. But R. Kelly's legacy is definitely damaged. So is Bill Cosby's. Absolutely. Both of them went to jail. Puffy yeah. hasn't gone to jail. Right, he hasn't. And when R. Kelly was just being accused and he hadn't gone to jail, mm-hmm. <clears throat> nothing changed. Nothing changed. Michael Jackson never went to jail. Right. And I don't think that when yeah. Michael Jackson's name comes up, First thing people still think is, oh, I love the Thriller album. Mm-hmm. It, it's you know, right. I don't think that, right? You know, there 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 are some people out there like, well, Michael Jackson, he's a he's a terrible person, da 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 da. But in the grand scheme of things, nobody's <clears throat> scratching Michael Jackson songs off the playlist at the barbecue. Right, right. Damn. R. Kelly was done for a second. I don't I don't see Puffy's music being. Being tarnished right now. Yeah. Well, and and I think it would be different if Puff was still relevant music wise. I don't know. I don't think it would be because R. Kelly was at the top of his game when that videotape came out. Oh yeah, it, but we were in a different time. It wasn't twenty twenty three. Me too wasn't created then. You know what I mean? True. Solidarity amongst the women. And Who the have you talked to that really gives a ish? That about. Puff Daddy's in this, like, I mean, honestly, like, who who have you, like, I haven't talked to anybody that said, you know what, man, F Puff, I never listen to his music again, and his legacy is ruined for me. Well, because everything you're hearing, you already knew. Yeah, and, and well, I didn't know when I was a fan of his. When when I was. Oh, back then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if he had the same catalog that was being pushed right now. So let's say the Benjamins just dropped and all this happened. Right now. Maybe he was in, I think Absolutely. his legacy would be tarnished for sure. Right. 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 And like with Revolt, um, you got females stepping down from Revolt. Uh, some of the sponsors may pull out, depending on how this thing goes. Uh, I think he tried to get in front of it. But what he did, like Puff is almost a billionaire. He know damn well he should not have made it public knowledge. That he gave Cassidy, Cassie a payout. It, it should never even got that far that the public should have known about. He had to. If it was. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying it shouldn't have got this far if the book stopped there. Well, what, like, you know, I'm not trying to give a playbook on how to get away with this stuff. Yeah. But really, what should have done was given her some money ahead of time before she even, like, you know. That's what I'm saying. But that's, that's the thing about powerful yeah. people. They become arrogant. Right, and they get away with these things for so long. Right, it's like I'm not giving anybody anything. Because I'm pretty sure they 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 slid him some paperwork before it went public. Uh, yeah, that, like that was a, probably an offer, mm-hmm. you know, it's like or a chance to to. Right, you know, I'm pretty sure that that she probably asked several times. He's probably like, hell no, nah, I ain't giving you nothing. Yep. And so, this is where it came to, and right. it's like okay, okay, I give you something, right? Because they don't want to. He does not want to have to go to court. Mm-hmm. And have a woman testify. Because mm. everything she says right now, you can always say, ah, that ain't true. But once she goes to court and says it becomes official public record. Right. You got court transcripts. And you got 50 Cent on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. <laughs> right. And like, Putting take, take out, for yeah. example, 50 Cent was saying all <laughs> this stuff all this long time. But it, yes. didn't, it didn't stop anything for Puffy because this right. is not court. Right. It's just a dude saying stuff. Yeah. And that's all it's ever been is just people saying stuff. Mm-hmm. But and Cassie's situation was, was a... 
Yeah. Williams was saying it back then. Right. But and Wendy right. Williams has said a lot of stuff. So yes. nobody hangs their hat on anything that Wendy Williams says. You know, right. she's entertainment. Right. But when you get to court, mm-hmm. oh, it's about to get real for you. Right. And when somebody says it in court, hmm. you know, if you've said it under oath, then it's taken as the truth. Right. And that would have been verification of everything everybody ever said. So this thing never made it to court. So there's still, to this day, no concrete evidence that mm. anything happened. And that's what Puffy wanted. Well, according That's to what the, he paid for. According to the NYPD, there's concrete evidence. They they are building more. Um, because if, if I remember correctly, they said just because he paid Cassie doesn't stop the investigation. Like there's something to move on. Really? Yes. Yes. So, in the Cassie case or with these other people? Both. <clears throat> because, you know, Cassie got, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She got paid, she got um, civil, she got civil, um, that, that was civil that she was coming at him with, but she made her accusations to the police. It was a criminal case first. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and, a, and a lot of people win their criminal trial and lose the civil case. Right. That's what happened to OJ, with OJ. Mm-hmm. Won the criminal case, lost the civil case. Lost the civil case, right? Well, I hear you put OJ in the midst of all these sexual abusers and stuff. Hey, uh, just yeah. just criminal yeah. uh, criminal case versus civil cases. OJ just just point of reference, you know. Just point of reference. OJ just knocked it off. Ain't I ain't laughing about that, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, just saying. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Juice. <sighs> <laughs> Hey, black emoji. Okay. Hey, hey he's black again. <clears throat> That's a, yeah, a sad situation. It's, it's sad that society has come to a point where people feel comfortable taking advantage of other people's vulnerabilities like this, though. Well, you know, this this is not a new thing. No. You know, no. I think that powerful men have always taken advantage of their position mm. on unsuspected women. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I not, studied. not just men though, because I'm I'm not, and that's a part of what why I keep, you know, I'm being humorous about it, but it's not funny because you just have predatory people in general. It's not just men. There's men and women who are predators. People in power, man. That's that's yes. a temptation of power. Right. I can make a you temptation do of I want power you. is to use your power mm-hmm. to get what you want anytime you want it. Right, and when you're powerful, like who who who's doing the checks and balances on a powerful person? Because mm-hmm. the first thing that people do when they get in power is remove the person that can check them. Right, right. The person that tells you you're wrong—that's the first person you get rid of when you get power. Right. Absolutely. Because you want to just do everything you feel like doing. It's funny you say that. That made me think about something else. So that's why you think so many of these, uh, I guess, black athletes and black successful men um, go to interracial relationships because that sister is gonna tell you when you're wrong and you don't want to hear that shit. Nah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. Like what I do think is that. <clears throat> now this is this is honestly what I think. Yeah. About why you see a lot of successful people in interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. 
the farther you move up the ladder, mm-hmm. the fewer of us there are. Oh, absolutely. Your dating pool looks different. Well, as you rise in whatever field. Right. So, like, let's say you're an athlete. When you're in high school. Say you go to a public high school. Mm-hmm. Gonna be plenty of black chicks around. Yeah. Get that scholarship to the U- UCLA. You take a kid who there were no white girls at his school sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now he's at UCLA. There are way more white girls than black girls. Mm-hmm. The opportunity is different. You know? And then when you, let's say you make $2 million and you go parties to parties where everybody in the room is worth at least $2 million. Mm-hmm. Who are you mingling with? Right. right. That's where the interracial relationships come from with successful people. And just dating the people around them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know there's a handful of people out there that prefer one, you know, they would prefer to have an interracial relationship over being with somebody in, you know, like them. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that as you become more successful, the people like you start to disappear. Right. Right. And next thing you know, hmm. this is who's available. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's also the part that, um, you know, if you're trying to get somewhere, I think a lot of times um, people attach to people who's who can provide the most opportunity. Keisha been with you the whole time. Been with him the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Hey. In the gym. While he was in the gym shooting. <laughs> right. And then, you know, as soon as the check comes. And you go to school, she's still at home with that baby you made in high school. Nah, Keisha there. Keisha, Keisha's with you. <laughs> she still yeah, she Keisha, in college too? Yeah, Keisha in college with you too. Yeah, <laughs> but then you get the million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that story a million yeah. times. I don't know what's on those people's minds. Yeah, those are people I was talking to. Yeah, now those, yeah. those people, you know, that's just dead wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. and it's not even about the interracial part. Like, you know, yeah. you dance with the one you brought. Hmm. You know, yeah. whether it's it. Interracial or not, like if you, you know, we've seen it not just with um, interracial relationships, we see it with with um, superstars. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, a dude gets famous, right. and that girl who used to work at the shoe show, right, that held him down for all this long time, she's nothing because she Cardi track. B likes me now, right? You see, you, so you know, it's not yeah. always the interracial one. Sometimes it's just somebody else famous. Oh. Take a man right away from his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out LeBron, man. Because I know he gets right. it thrown at him. Yeah. And he, he's still right there. But that's that's one of the things we talked about. That's why <clears throat> that's why he's so well respected. Right. You know? Right. He stuck with who stuck with him. Mm-hmm. And there's no sexual assault allegations. Nothing. But, you know, you can best believe that that's something that, that he had to. That's a temptation. That he had to overcome. Mm-hmm. Right. He can have what he wants when he wants it. Mm-hmm. And like um, when Shaq 
Oh, was it Kobe? When Kobe got into trouble with that girl. Mm-hmm. He, he sodomized was, that girl. Oh. Right. <laughs> and she was your kill. What did he say? I should have paid him like Shaq does. Like Shaq does. Put Shaq on blast. Uh, right. But yeah. but what that says is, you know, hmm. yeah. rich and powerful. Right. Do what I want. Pay you to shut up about it. Right. Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Married. Yeah, right. Yeah, I had cracking on chicks at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> here you a pancake, sir. Ooh, what's your name? <laughs> Meet me in the bathroom. <laughs> I get a $5,000 tip. Like the pretty girl posted it, I guess it was Instagram or TikTok of her working at Home Depot or Lowe's, and damn Shaq didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Old habits hard to break, huh? <laughs> Shaq wouldn't try to find her. I, I'm um, still trying to figure out why Shaq could go try to find this girl. <laughs> Shaq said, Superhead said, <laughs> before he finished, he would write the check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, man. My people, my people. Hey, the cast, <laughs> who else is in trouble out here? <laughs> Um, your boy, oh, um, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, man, Jamie Foxx is trouble too. Allegations. Mm. Say it ain't so. Yeah, allegations. Did somebody try to throw some shade at Russell, right? They did try to, yeah. they try to, they try to drag Russell down. Yeah, Russell said no. Yep, that. and see, but see, he only had the one. Yeah. You know. If it was two, I mean, but you, it's still nah, not you got, 10, you got to bring 20, a whole, a right? whole gang. Absolutely. So if you ever get. Uh, assaulted or molested any kind of way, you need to find everybody else that it happened to, and y'all need to come together. Right, right. And make you know if you want justice, you want your comeuppance. Yeah, you better get a, a squad. Yeah, that's a bad feeling though, man, to be falsely accused or something like that. Yeah, it's just as bad as having it happen to you and nobody believe you. And nobody believe you. Or nobody cares. I or think nobody, nobody cares. cares is even worse than nobody believing you. I you think, know? and and that's 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 where I stand with the R. Kelly. I think people care, but, I mean, I I think people believed it happened, but nobody cared. Yeah. And that's that's kind of, that, that bothered me. Right, right, right. That, and, we, that we're in a place where, I mean, know, but society... It, it, I, I, I kind of think the arcade thing is a little different because if your parents made it okay, then what am I supposed to do? Your mama or your dad took you to. This, right. dude, this dude was so, like you said, arrogant. He changed his name to the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. I and get they kids were to follow still me. bringing their kids to, to this, this, this animal. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, after the videotape. After the videotape. After the videotape. That's what. I'm, so when you have parents out here willing, like, where where is his incentive to stop? Nothing. Like, I mean, I know, I know he's young, but mom and daddy gave it to me. And you you can't do nothing without parental consent, <laughs> right? And once mom and daddy say it's okay, right. the child's complaints go unheard after that. How did he marry Aaliyah? Um, I, the story that I heard consent. Uh, she not, had to have consent to marry no, him. No, the the story I heard is that that was a forced marriage. After after it was found out that that there had been a relationship going on, 
And and I hear that that you know who took Aaliyah to him. Uh, I, like I said, I, I'm I'm Allegedly. I don't like this another yeah, thing where I've heard stuff. But I don't even want to be just throwing names out there and all that. You know, S- someone who was responsible for her well being. Let's just say like that. But all I know is that when that person found out, there were consequences and repercussions for the R. I mean, but still, he he had that name yeah, before. But that. this is. But you got to remember, Lee is the first. When this happens, no, she nobody the first. Was the first but, that we heard of. I know, but but he didn't. Yeah. I don't think he had that reputation yet in in the city. You think so? <laughs> think he already? I, I know so. Uh, yeah, was already out there. Huh? That was that was a given. I mean, but this is like 1993. <laughs> it was a given. I've I've talked to people. It was a so, given. So everybody knew. Everybody knew. Mm. You know, yeah, everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's different when you're dealing with R. Kelly, man. You mm. know. You know. This, this guy was a, a, a what was he? A, I can't even call him a hummingbird. He was a songbird. Like from the time he could harmonize, he was that guy and everybody wanted to be around him. That's how talented he was. Right. You know, and this is what when did um what was the name of the group um public announcement? Yeah, that was early, early, late eighties, early nineties. It's probably around ninety ninety one. Right, she got that vibe. Then two three years later, Lee is out the ninety four. With um back and forth, mm-hmm. and she was definitely not the first. And according to when he was going to trial, uh, she wouldn't have been the last. <laughs> we were far from the end. Oh, man. Way <laughs> far from the end. Yeah. I mean, he had a string of bodies. Yeah. They were still taking him to R. Kelly. Parents was taking him to him. So, but I say man. this. People ask me, you know, I got kids, and they say, hey, man, you trying to get your kids in the entertainment? Nah, not really. I'm good, right. You know, I don't want my kids to be entertainers. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough, right? And that's and that's from the industry side, even to local performances, like all of that stuff. Like, hmm. you know, the the things that I've seen in my time just feel like, man, this is all devil. Mm-hmm. Everything related to to the entertainment industry seems like it's just all evil. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. That's crazy. That, uh, yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> well, if you're out there and you're trying to get in the business. Right. Stay away from predators. Sure. If you're really talented, then you don't have to sleep with somebody mm-hmm. for your talent to be discovered. Right. And if you do have to sleep with somebody... You're probably not that talented. Hmm. If the only way for you to, to make it is to give up the draws, mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's not your talent that's carrying you. And for some people, they're fine with that. Right. Right. But if you're not fine with that, understand that the entertainment industry is probably not not the place for you. That's your mega talented. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, speaking of one person, one person just popped in my head that we haven't heard anything about. Who's that? 
Jermaine Dupree. Oh, right. Jermaine Dupree has been developing artists. Spotless. He's done. He's put kids out there and everything. Right. You have not heard anybody. Nobody. Come and say, Jermaine, Chris Cross hadn't said Jermaine Dupree put right. me out there, took advantage of me. Janet Jackson then complained about her time with Jermaine Dupree. Um, Bow Wow ain't going back, throwing shade. You know, you, you told me about, hold up, Jermaine. No. None of that, you know. So there, there are people out there. Right, who do it right. Who, you know. Right. So I'm not saying it's impossible to find that person. Mm-hmm. But. Just as easily as crisscross parents let Jermaine Dupree take them across the country, they could let Puffy take them across the country. Right. And, but on the, on the flip side of that, though, Jermaine Dupree was a kid during that time, too. Because he was still a teenager when crisscross came out. It was like 19, 20. But, yeah. I mean, but Puffy's not that much older than Jermaine Dupree. Right. You're right. You're right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Mariah Carey's not talking about how he was rubbing her thigh when she was singing We Belong Together. He was a strong man. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was sequel. <laughs> not the predatory side, I'm just saying. Like, it, like, but Mariah Carey got caught out there too. Oh. With the biggest range. Like, you're talking about one of the, she's an iconic singer. Yeah. And she even got caught out there with Tommy Matola. Right. Took her years to escape from this powerful man. Absolutely. I forgot about that. Yep. Right. Yep, 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 yep. You know, Man. so <clears throat> nobody's immune. Nobody. And we, we mentioned Mary J in the beginning, but it took Mary J a long time to get away from her powerful man. Who, Casey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was not pulling the strings, homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was not pulling the strings. He was just like in that North Carolina. <laughs> he put that North Carolina smackdown on that thing. She was like, I, I just, I just, he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's that Carolina thing, I'm telling you, man. That's different. That's different. That wasn't the power. <laughs> it wasn't the money. Yeah. It was that Carolina. <laughs> Carolina Langadang. <laughs> oh, man. it's crazy. Hey, I think I think we should go wrap it up. This just this was just what was on our mind this week, y'all. Yeah, you know. So, if you want to get involved in this thing, understand, man. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just understand what you're getting into. Right. You know, the past, it's in like our past uh, shows, the more recent shows been warnings, right? I know, right? You know, and, hey, I'm trying to put the skull and crossbones on this thing for you. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, man. 50 man. years, man. Yeah, over 50 years. This thing went from something that, that we did for fun that was pure to something that is totally corrupted and out of control and pure evil mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And the only way to change it, it's going to take all of us. It's going to take the artists. going to have to change what they do. Right. We're going to have to change what we consume and what we say is okay. Mm-hmm. You vote with your money and your eyes. If you're looking at it and spending money on it, then you have voted yes. So the only way to make things change is you have to vote no. Right. By looking away and closing your pocketbook. Yeah. 
Learn learn another way, man. Go to the synagogue. But we're gonna end it right there. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's enough right there. <laughs> if that went over your head, you need to read some. You stupid. <laughs> Capital City Podcast. Don't get sa eight. I here messing around trying to be famous. Right. <laughs> I'm your host, Seriously. Capital J, alongside main man, DL Glass, and we out of here.